0: Hey guys, it is me, Casper, C-A-S-P-H-E-R. Good afternoon. It has been a very long time since you've heard anything from my end of the podcast waves. I've run into a lot of people on different platforms, and they've all been wondering where I've been in the podcast land. A lot has happened I mean what I mean by a lot I mean a lot a lot of huge shifts and changes have taken place Um, some it's a mixture of good and bad Uh, I guess what happens is everything is moving in a certain direction that it needs to or what would I say everything is moving in the right direction even with all the craziness, believe it or not, all the chaos, actually. um, Some things were just absolutely inevitable. And, you know, yeah, you know, I can say that much about stuff that's been going on. Um, So, you know, we've lost some people due to the pandemic and the carelessness of medical facilities Um, some really really significant people in our lives thus leading into the big shifts and changes that have taken place so that was the somber moment that still lingers and there's even more that happened about a month ago so there's still some more mourning and grieving to do Um, But aside from that, I think I'm trying my best to carry on. Today, the chaos almost took over. I almost didn't go and do what I needed to do today. But thanks to the persistence of the other party, it was able to happen. So I'm glad it happened. Although at first I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is taking place. But since they were already there. I figured I would just be respectful and mindful of their time and go. They were already there. The least I could do is at least get myself together and go. Um, Didn't want to waste their time because I know how it feels to be a trainer and someone changes their mind at the last minute when I'm actually already in their presence. I know exactly how that feels. It's like, dude, I could have used that for somebody else. So, no, I wasn't going to be the unpleasant client. So I said, you know what? I'm actually going to be at home being sad and stuff and being on my computer anyway. So why don't I just go? It'll help. So I did. I went out and I got to learn a new route. Uh, Well, I wouldn't call it a new route, but more like brushing up on a route. And... Uh it's been like 8 years since I walked that route, so yeah, it was definitely time. It was a lot. It was, you know, definitely necessary to do that. Um what I got out of it was knowledge of a new route to travel in the city of Boston and I believe I burned at least 5 miles of walking. Like well, just about 5 miles of walking. And I crushed like 10,000 steps, so yay! Um, Normally, I could take down at least six to seven miles in a day if I'm absolutely mentally prepared for it. Mentally, physically, and everything surrounding that prepared. So once I get that, I can take down at least seven miles before my feet start to hurt. I found out that there was such thing as plantar fasciitis when I was taking down a 93-mile walking challenge back in July. Um, Oh, yeah. It was a challenge. Within the first 10 days of July, I had already taken down 20 miles. So almost every day I was out walking five miles. No joke. And then I started stretching it even further and walking seven miles which then led me to being able to finish walking those 81 or 93 miles before the month was even over. And that was right before the start of the heat wave that damn near made me pass the heck out. Um, So there's that, you know, part of that fitness journey. Um, I went into a, I started this fitness journey experience uh last year and now i've been on it for just over a year and i think some of you might see me in a ymca commercial online or on tv somewhere uh one of my friends from the past has actually reached out or like former classmates from high school reached out and was like hey i thought i saw you on a video in the ymca and i also posted it on tiktok as well so i'm on tiktok as well guys so if you want to find out what my channel name is you could find me at casper31 c a s p h e r 31 caspher one. is my tiktok handle i have a, like just over 5000 followers and yeah tons of videos to watch lots of people from the past have actually came back to me because they randomly found my videos on tiktok while they were swiping through and i think a few of my videos have gone viral unintentionally it was one of me just casually crossing the street (laughs) and that got like almost just about a million views i'm wondering why It should have gotten a million views. I think it was worthy of it simply because it was just a casual street crossing. It was nothing spectacular. Um, I at least would like to get one million views on one of my videos at least once in a lifetime on TikTok. Um, That would be cool. Other than that, I don't really care because the more attention you get on certain things, the more demand for content they have. I post as I go. I don't have a specific structure in which I post. A lot of the things I post are like educational and sometimes comical stuff or like storytelling things. It does say that I am a storyteller from Boston. Um, so I got to, you know, post a little bit of my fitness experience on TikTok. Um, showing people some of my exercise routines that I use when I'm in the physical gym space. Um, and speaking of that, going to the gym has been really beneficial for me in a, in so many ways. It helps clear the mind, uh, especially when going through a double grieving grieving stage. Um, it helps with that. And it's just uh, overall uh, a very it's healthier to deal with things, you know, exercise, go on the treadmill and walk for about a mile uh, and then, you know, go on a recumbent bike and then go downstairs, stretch your muscles out and then go lift some weights and use a TRX reverse fly and use your own body weight. Literally, some of the 30-minute exercise bursts that I did with my friend at the gym already had us sweating, like seriously sweating. So we literally just like, we haven't even touched a piece of equipment and we're already sweating. (laughs) Yep, that's how I like to do it. Before you even get to the equipment, you already feel stretched out and ready to go. And leading from that the benefit of going to the gym and exercising, trying to be as regularly as possible. I am now a part of a self-defense program through the Boston Police Department and it's a women's self-defense class. I have about 20 students in the class and it started yesterday My intention is to incorporate exercising to try to get fit with self-defense so that I could be more agile if I, you know, and move more easy, you know, more fluidly instead of feeling stuck and caught up if I ever have to get in a situation where I need to defend myself and protect myself. Um, It's always good to be able to know how to do these things, especially being visually impaired and blind, and a woman walking around, because women, anyone should be able to walk anywhere they want, whether it's daytime or nighttime, without anyone bothering them. It's very sad that we have to be restricted to what we can and cannot do out in public because some idiot wants to bother us, ruining all the good stuff. So therefore leaving us to having to take self-defense classes because people don't wanna leave us alone and I don't want to be an easy target for anyone. I prefer for it to be very difficult, almost impossible for anyone to do anything harmful to me. Um, I think this is something that all people with disabilities, if they're able to um, be able to learn how to do self-defense or take a self-defense class, Right now, I'm currently this teacher's first blind student in his class that he's ever had in like 20 years, 20 or 30 years since he's been teaching self-defense. I'm one of his first students. Uh, I was not after, you know, trying to be the first person I never knew. I didn't know how many people he's taught in his career. I literally just met the guy not even 24 hours ago. So like I think I ran into him in the gym a few times. But I wasn't really paying attention. Because I was focused on other stuff. So apparently he knows. He's familiar with me. And yeah. So I believe we have come across each other in passing. Probably at the fundraiser thing with the YMCA. So I'm just giving you guys a nice update on everything that I've been doing. Um, You know. So I'm his first visually impaired student and this, you know, and he's my first self-defense instructor from the police department. Um, Last time I took a course like this was, it was like a one day mixed martial arts certification training. Um, So I wouldn't consider that much, but they definitely had you working hard. At that time I wasn't exercising. So movement was a little weird. Now that I am somewhat more physically active than I ever was, um, I can definitely participate in these things without feeling awkward. Um, I definitely go on nice long walks. Sometimes I'll go on like six mile walks around the area, like the Boston area. And. It helps, it helps with clearing the mind, it changes the mood. If you wake up and you're feeling some type of way, if you're able to at least, you know, try to go out and walk for at least two miles, or something, you know, that'll give you, that's probably about almost an hour of walking for two miles. Um, Yeah, roughly almost an hour. And you'll get at least 8,000 steps or something like that, or just about, So if you have your watch or step tracker in your phone or something that would track movement when you walk, Um, having that kind of stuff is good for tracking. So I've been doing that. So those are the updates so far. Um, I've gotten more comfortable with living in a new apartment. I've enjoyed it so far, I'm currently enjoying it still, you know, Uh, every year, like this year was like a year of many firsts, I would say, you know, a lot of things happened, like for the first time ever, it all started in 2021, uh, first pandemic to ever live through, uh, first funeral I've witnessed ever in my life, um, first time having to use a U-Haul to move things around. Well, I don't drive, obviously, but trying to get someone to drive a U-Haul was literally a pain in the ass. It was super annoying. Uh, So many things. Um, The first time I get to redecorate my own living room in the way that I like it Um, You know, I've always envisioned, actually, it was my niece who told me one day, we were just randomly hanging out in my old apartment in my room. This is when it used to be a full house. I don't know if you guys used to hear the podcast from the past, where you'd hear my family in the background going absolutely nuts. (laughs) So now it's not the same anymore, because we're all spread apart, and we're all living in our own worlds now. Um, my niece told me that she envisioned that I would have an apartment one day that was like small enough just for me or just right, like the right amount of space. Um, and that I would have like bookshelves full of like braille books. And I think what she's envisioned was actually, actually came to, came to life because I have like a three level braille like a three level bookshelf filled with braille books the last layer is not full of books yet but i'm always going to have books because i'm always reading braille even if it's out of my mantis q40 braille display or physical paper copy of braille i have always enjoyed reading a good book i said if i was going to be reading braille let it be something good and enjoyable. The last books that I really, really enjoyed reading was um, Whitney Houston's, um, actually Robin Crawford's book, A Song For You, My Life With Whitney Houston. Had a sad ending, but it was definitely a good read. Um, It definitely carried me through the pandemic during the time of uncertainty where I was like, at least I know that when I'm inside, I have at least three volumes of Braille to read and enjoy. And so that was definitely something worth looking forward to. But when I came to the end, it started getting, I got got sad, because that means the book was going to end. And at the time, I didn't have the Mantis Q40 to carry me through with reading more Braille digitally online, like through a brown, refreshable display. Um, So then I ended up getting that book by Dr. Lori Arviso-Alverd, the Native American doctor. It was a Navajo surgeon, uh, the scalpel and the silver bear. I met her at school back in college many, many years ago. And she was coming to speak to both my psychology class and my anthropology class. The anthropology class was a little strange. I didn't quite catch it too well, but okay. I took it because I felt like it had some sort of connection to psychology in a way. And I don't know that I ever found the connection that I thought existed. But having her teach at the class was awesome. So I called Perkins and I had Perkins send me my personal copy of that book the Scalpel and the silver bear so they embossed it and they sent it to my house and i paid for it after i received it um they didn't do like paypal or anything so i had to write out a physical check and send it to them by mail and hoping that the mail because issues with the mail was happening like postal services at the time was happening and so I was afraid that they weren't gonna get it and that Perkins campus was closed so I couldn't physically bring it over there to make sure they got it so I sent it with hopes that it was gonna go through and they did receive it it just took a while before they received it It took several weeks Uh, normally it would have just taken a a couple of days because I used to live close to Perkins back then and it shouldn't matter where you are in, like, Massachusetts. If, I guess if you're sending a check to somewhere within Massachusetts, I would hope that it got to them within the next day or so. Um, Hopefully. So, you know, those are the type of Braille books I read. And the other stuff, you know, other things like Medicine Man from the Xavier Society for the Blind, they send me Braille books that I request. Um... I haven't gotten to a lot of the books yet, and I found the book about self-esteem from the Xavier Society a while ago. Um, But aside from that, my one-year anniversary since moving to a new apartment is coming up in a week. Oh my gosh, what am I going to do to celebrate? Well, I have this bottle of champagne I have no idea what it's gonna taste like and I'm going to pop it open with friends that are able to come over and I guess you know one year anniversary yay it's coming up oh my gosh who would have thought so much would happen ending up on a YMCA commercial even ending up on an MBTA brochure, probably. I haven't seen it around yet. If it, you know, if my video and pictures made the cut. That day I had photographers and videographers following me around. It was pretty cool. I <laughs> uh, ended up on a commercial for the YMCA. Uh, MBTA stuff, which stands for Massachusetts bay transportation authority um and that's our bus system here out in massachusetts um ended up being a police officer's first visually impaired student for self-defense class uh yeah that's a first a big cool first um and I hosted a miniature dinner for two of my neighbors and some friends from high school. And we had a fantastic time. Uh, I baked salmon, a whole side of salmon for me and my neighbors with vegetable rice. And I think there was asparagus in there at the time. I believe there was. Yeah, there was some vegetables. Yeah, it was just deliciousness. Like it was good we went for seconds and then for my friends you know baked chicken thighs with jamaican jerk seasoning sauce on it or sometimes i put barbecue sauce and i mixed in jamaican jerk seasoning on like in the barbecue sauce and then baked it onto the chicken thighs <laughs> with like vegetables i always try to incorporate vegetables into my meals just so I don't feel too bad about devouring the delicious meats that fall off the bone because it was like cooked and baked. So there was no way that it couldn't come out well done. It was cooked thoroughly and baked for a while, so you know that had to go through real good. Mm-hmm. Um so you know, and, and I'm meeting with a dietitian regularly or as were able to schedule um i think i will be meeting with my dietitian next month or in yeah I'll, I'll check that out so i'm trying to improve my own health and do a lot of cool things at the same time uh oh and i got to do a presentation a local college of engineering here in Massachusetts Um, talking about my tips and pointers with assistive technology training and stuff like that there are some people that don't like when I put the title in front of my name assistive tech trainer it bothers them (laughs) oh well it really does it stirs their nerves because it's me and it's not them or someone they prefer it to be instead uh, but who cares about who it bothers it is what it is i think honestly i would prefer to be a well-known storyteller that gets to travel and do presentations instead of being closed away in a cubicle with people uh cubicles with no windows anyway so i would prefer to be a traveling storyteller that is well known everywhere and not just in a small circle here in boston i want i would like for that to happen and my friend out of state has also had a premonition of some sort about me ending up on tv screens more often or someone's ted talk or something and these college presentations as a guest speaker slash storyteller was part of it and I told her that this was what she told me about years ago <laughs> it started to happen <laughs> so it's weird how things happen where you know something really terrible takes place in your life and you uh, you are uncertain if, if you're gonna be okay after all that happens and in the meantime There is a mixture of some of your deepest wishes slowly actually coming to life because of the networking skills that you have. Networking does work wonders. If you're able to network, you're never going to not be busy. There's always going to be something going on. Um, So you're not really going to actually fall under and be completely invisible anymore. You're always going to be seen People will see you. The more they don't, the more people dislike seeing you or hearing about you, the more you're going to show up. (laughs) Like last year, I ended up on television with World Channels, um, stories from the stage with PBS and GBH. I bet you some of the folks that did not like hearing me, hearing that I was even around, probably was watching and they saw me right on their TV screen and I'm pretty sure it bothered their soul and then when it went on YouTube they saw it as well most likely (laughs) Um, because it was broadcasted everywhere like YouTube live actually on TV itself um PBS um everywhere Facebook live it was all over the place um so the more they try to close opportunities off from you, the more they will actually happen. So if they keep hating even harder, you're going to show up even stronger and you won't even actually be doing anything. It's just going to happen um because of the networking. So if they didn't want to see more of you, they would stop hating and maybe it would change. Who knows? or you're still going to keep on shining. I hope you get, you understand where I'm getting at. And, you know, just updating you guys on everything that I've been doing and all the changes that I'm making or trying to make. Like in my mind, when I'm doing fitness training, I imagine somebody like a really tall, like, like a woman who stands at like, I don't know, five foot eight, really, really fit. Lifting weights, the barbells, doing snatches with the barbells. I have to stand on some of the dumbbell ring thingies because I'm so short for the, um, the bench. And in order for me to do a proper snatch with it, I have to stand on some of the bells so that I could have the proper height. So in my mind, I'm like five foot eight and I'm super fit. The proper amount of muscles that actually show. When I stand in my arms and everything, like super duper fit, like a superhero lady, like your deafblind hero. (laughs) When in reality, I'm only five foot two and a half. Um, My muscles do not show yet, but they're there in strength, but they are showing. Um, I guess the height that I'm imagining is the height of my spirit, I guess. My spirit is tall. My energy is tall. So when you're going through this experience of fitness training and stuff put in your mind that you are taller and stronger than you actually are like I don't know if you're a guy who's like 5 foot 5. I don't know imagine that you're 6 foot 2 and you have like super nice cut muscles and you're going to Believe that you can lift up them bells, but do it safely at the same time, though. I'm not telling you to overexert yourself. Just do what you actually can. But just imagine that you're super tall and you have these really cool defining muscles. And the same thing goes for some of the women that are listening on this. Uh, Imagine that you are confident. You're taller than you you actually are. And then you can lift those barbells with the actual, I don't know what you call them. Um, Shoot. But yeah, you can lift the barbells with the actual weights added to it. But don't put too much because it might hurt. So just put a little bit, like the smallest amount. Put like 10 pounds on each side because the barbell is probably like 45 pounds itself. So (laughs) Take it easy, but also do your best at the same time. Um, as far as like dietary stuff, you can enjoy everything you normally have just in moderation. Just try to put, try to get all your vegetables and fruits and good stuff in with each meal that you have. If you can. If you can't, then I guess it just happens Um, Everything's not going to be perfect, but try at least. Uh, Try to do some smoothies if you can. Um, Then we're going to talk about how the fruits go bad so quickly lately. I don't know what the hell is going on. That's for another podcast with a friend. I'm going to have this um, episode just be an update episode. And then we're going to involve some friends in the conversation for the fruits going bad so quickly after you purchase them and you almost can't even make a smoothie or a salad with it. And it's only been around for like two days or so. You need to find out what that's about. Anywho. Stay cool.
1: Only
2: a few will what? understand and appreciate what's about to happen.
1: What's about to happen.
2: They are not ready for
3: this. <laughs> oh, it's like that, Kaz? You better pay attention and fucking recognize.
2: Back then, used to have record players that you had to clunt that look over him. It was like a long piece of furniture and you open the lid and you look over to the front part and I didn't know what DJing was. I was scratching the record like rubbing the records back and forth and just doing things and you know you gotta remember this is, this is the 70s era, You know so, you know, I'm i up with funk records and funk records and love man. You know what I mean? Like the peaches records and tape days the turtles is about 45 every weekend. So, you know, my dad, I would say it all started
3: back with my mom, she was, you know, she used to be a disco queen, she used to go up, she used to club, she used to dance, she used to, she used to hustle, you know what I mean, dancing, hustle, not hustle, hustle, she was, you know, she's from that era, I mean, and uh, she always used to buy records, you know, Barbara Streisand, Madonna Summers, and stuff like that, and she used to bring all these records into the house, a lot of Motown, a lot of 45s, and as well as the Fania Records Movement. A lot of salsa in my house. A lot of salsa in my house. As 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 Are
1: y'all ready? Man, man. turn this shit up. Turn this
3: shit up. Turn this shit
2: up. Turn this shit up. Surprise, motherfucker. Surprise, motherfucker. Surprise,
1: motherfucker. is real. Temperatures rising. I don't wanna feel. I'm in the wrong place to be real. Oh.
2: Why don't we go on down to the motel thing, sure.
3: happy then you said you had to go what's wrong baby I need to know You and making love to you all through the night I wish you were still here So I can see your pretty face again Please come back and rescue me From all this pain and misery But now it's a dream now, it's a dream. now it's a dream. You can come back to me
2: Alright, alright, alright. Yeah, yeah. yeah! Listen. Don't think, that I'm crazy. See you in my lady for so many years. And I think it's time that I let you know how I feel. You see, I finally figured. I still can't seem to get enough of your love Every time, every time you need Every time you need oh, I know that it's, it's your, your body, body, body That keeps me yearning That your body. keeps my body, body burning I just can't Can we make, babies? can we make the vinyl man you know what I'm saying I just go beat your grandmother up because I got to get my vinyl fix on man it wasn't like this you couldn't get no files you couldn't there was no YouTube or no line wire none of this other stuff it wasn't no downloading what yeah crazy yeah crazy yeah crazy? 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 crazy oh shit oh. Here we
1: go again. Go again. Oh, I see her face everywhere I go. On the street, and even at the picture show. Have you seen her? Tell me, have you seen her? Oh, I hear her voice as the cold winds blowin' in the street. Music on the radio. Have you seen her? Tell me, have you seen her? seen her, oh, have you seen her, have you seen her, tell me have you seen,
2: have you seen her, oh,
0: she left
2: her lips on my lips, and left her face within my heart, have
1: you seen her, tell me have you seen her. Oh, I see her and reaching out to me
2: Only she can set me free Have you seen her?